Broadcasting to you from the Badlands of Texas, you are listening to Midnight Radio. I'm your host, Jerry Adams. Hello, true believers. How are you doing? You'll notice that this is audio only. Let's start off with that. I have a question for you. What is the value for you of this podcast being a video or audio only? Let me know. I'm going to put up a um, poll, and I want to know if you would rather this be audio only or video. Does it even matter to you if it's not audio? What's the value? What's the value of that? I want to know. Now, the reason for this show right now is to let you know what's going on, kind of like an update video, and where we're going forward but i got a lot of stuff going on in the background i want to tell you guys about i know you're interested to know those of you that like this show and want more and more midnight radio to let you know what's going on in the back first of all i can't tell you how fantastic it is for me to not be behind the camera and there's several reasons for that the main reason is the software i was using Every time I get a Microsoft update, and I did just get one, and I don't know if it knocked that software out or not, but it always throws it out, and it makes the audio sound horrible. And as good as the audio is on that, when everything is firing on all cylinders, it is not as good as the quality that I get just straight off of recording into my mixer. I'm telling you, Rode does an amazing job. It's, I mean, I love this company. And their mixers are the best. All right. So uh, the fact that I'm just old school style, old school radio style, just right here behind the microphone, just communicating directly with you is a great thing. And this show is, and it will always be, a conversation with you because there's nothing more important than that. Uh, The phone number, if you guys want to call me, is right there below in the notes. And you can call that and leave me a voicemail message. And if you have something to say about some of the information I'm communicating with you today, whether it be if you demand that you want video too, or if you're cool with only audio, let me know. You can call me for that also. I want to know. So let's talk. First of all, how many of you guys even knew that we had a radio stream? That's right. We had a radio. We have a radio station. We still do. And you can check that out at our website, midnightrad.io. Now, there's several components that goes into our radio family. We have a a whole bunch of DJs that have shows on there, and they present the hits. I mean, they are very good. Every one of them is really good. And uh, through this ordeal that we're going through right now, that becomes more and more apparent to me every day. Every day. Just It's a very high-class group of people. Um, and all of this, this uh, adventure and story that I'm telling you right now really, really shows that to me. Okay, Radio King, they're the company that is responsible for our server. And they're out of the UK. And there's several different companies that do this. There's one called, off the top of my head... Radio.co.uk is one. For example, um, Live 365 is another one here in the U.S. of A. 
but I'm having some very serious issues with Studio King because they're having some very serious server issues. About three, going on four weeks ago, they had an update to their server that knocked out something called daily generation. And daily generation on that server, what that is, every 24 hours at exactly 2400 or midnight, it does something uh, roll over and it regenerates and it repopulates a list with all the automatic songs it's going to play that day. So not only is it songs, but it's also commercials and my voice coming on every hour. It is now this time and you're listening to Midnight Radio and it has commercials in it. And what we had on the commercials is we had funny you know old-time commercials as we got real commercials because this is a radio station we would pop those off put real commercials in there all right so it made it to where it would still regenerate but it wouldn't show me what the list of songs were actually playing or going to play and it made it to where i couldn't insert things and the pre-programmed programming such as the commercials and the station identifiers and all the drops i have no ability to put those on there anymore and like I told you, we have DJs. Now, every DJ has their own program, their own software, where when it's their time to go live, they hit that button and they go live and it goes through the server and it goes live. Now, it's an online radio station, but it's a living online radio station. Online radio, I'm telling you, is a future of radio and it is going somewhere because it goes broadcast right to your phone. Let's say you're driving down the road going somewhere, you can get it right on your phone. There's a phone app or you can just bookmark the live stream and take it with you wherever you go. And also, we're on Alexa devices, so you can enable that skill on your Amazon Echo and tell it to launch Midnight Radio, and it does. And then you can hear it there. So you take, it's a personal radio. It's more personal than it has ever been. This is a good thing for those of you that like radio. Old school radio that plays good music and we do because we're licensed through the three agencies and we're going to get to the issue we're having with licensing too we're not losing our licensing but we do have an issue so radio king server has not been working and the only thing coming from our radio station is a hundred percent music which is good but you can't monetize it and keep it going Nobody's getting rich here, but it needs to pay for itself, and we can't do that if it's only playing 100% music. People don't even know what they're listening to. They don't know, hey, you're listening to this radio stream. If you'd like to hear it keep going, then you can donate to the Cash App, dollar sign, Midnight Radio 101, and all the money goes for the licensing for the music you're listening to. That can't even run on there until they get their server fixed. It's been about four weeks and it's a constant issue i've been telling them and constantly tell them about it to the point i'll put it a pin in it right there and i'll tell you another major issue and that is the reporting to bmi and that stands for i can't remember what b stands for but it's a music rights organization you know, the ones that represent the artists. And I do believe, I don't believe in pirate radio. I believe that those that play 
the music should pay for the music. The artists deserve to make money off the music they made. Just like I believe the radio station deserves to make money to keep itself going, the artist deserves to make money for the music that they made. So every quarter, which is three months, every three months there's a report. It goes to the three major agencies, uh, ASCAP, BMI, and uh, there's that other one that's for streaming. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my hand. But that's all right. Anyway, it's time for the BMI report. The The BMI report was sold to me like this. Radio King told me that we have these internal reports. Everything you play goes on this report, and you use that to report to the agencies. And I thought, okay, that's I understand. I see where the report is. I see how it generates. And I have no problem. I can share that. Okay, good. Sweet. Sweet deal. So when I got my licensing from BMI and ASCAP and CSAC, S-E-S-A-C, when I got it from all them, they, you know, just told me that they had, you know, there's reporting requirements. I'm like, okay, good. But they didn't tell me exactly what the reporting requirements are. I mean, I knew you were going to have to have what you played, when you played it, how many times you played it, how many people were listening while you played it. And, of course, that is what was generated. Now, when BMI contacted me and said, hey, dude, it's report time. You have 30 days, and this is a report. Here's an example of the report. Here's what we want on the report. There are two things on that report, two codes that were not on the music and was not on the Radio King report. It's something that you have to look up separately. Two codes per song. And one is the one symbolizes the performance of the artist, and the other one symbolizes the writer that wrote it. And one's an international code and one's a national code. I'm like, wow, I sure didn't know that. So for all these thousands of songs we've played from January to April 1st, they want to report on it. And it is not auto-generated. I know what song was played. Thank God that worked. But I have to look up in the databases for every single code, two codes for every one. Holy gosh. But the good news is we didn't start our stream in January. It actually started basically March 1st through March 31st. It's only one month I'm having to do, which I didn't even know I was going to have to do this one month. You know, I thought that they were going to prorate me and just do the three months starting in July like the other two agencies. But no, they want theirs now. So. That's okay. That's okay for that. But this report is a booger. It's over 380-something songs time, you know, per artist. And you have to look up two codes separately, so it's time 380 times two per day. It's like, how in the hell and what? We're like over midway through the month. We're like the 19th, 20th, something today. And it's due, I got 10 more days to the, may the first to get this report out. So I'm not giving up. It seems to me, this is something I'm telling you, 
you're probably listening to me. And when I related this information to the DJs, I thought people were going to say, well, how the hell did Jerry mess this up? But there was no indication of what they wanted on the report until the first time they asked for the report. So to me, it seems like a major barrier of entry for those that aren't with the mainstream media companies. And this became more apparent to me as I went along. Because because of the problem I'm having with Radio King, and I finally sent them a really angry, you know, fair, and I didn't cuss, but it was very curt, trouble ticket, uh, for this last time, like, hey, it's been four weeks now. Your server is not working. I've lost all of my advertising. I don't have the ability to put new advertising on here. I'm playing straight music, which is just like playing people to listen to music with my own money. It's like throwing money out the window. I'm pausing the radio stream until you get this fixed. I want to be reimbursed for the server charges for this month. I want to be reimbursed all the money for the app we came out with on phone and for the Amazon skill. I want my money back because you guys messed up and here I am stuck. So I'm pausing the stream until you guys get this ready. So if you're listening to me and you were into the radio sometimes at midnightrad.io, that is why the stream is not currently up. Another benefit to that is that this reporting I, I stops right here. On the day that I stopped it, there's no more songs I have to report on until I turn it back on. So that's good. So that's the decision I made to pause the radio until we get this Radio King of Search server sorted out. But it's also good for the BMI report because... We're working on this report full-time. This is why I haven't done any videos and you haven't got anything new from me. It's because I'm working full-time on this report. 24-7, unless I'm sleeping or eating, in the occasional 30 minutes to an hour, I'm watching my son on my own, my butt's in a chair in my office, banging out this report. Now, I'm not the only one banging out the report. I let my DJs know what's going on, and every one of them jumped in to help. So we have quite a few people working on the support. It takes every day is about three days to do. Yeah, it's a real booger. Every day is about three days. But you multiply three by eight people, uh, you're looking at, you know, starting to have the ability to actually do this report. So, yeah, this is major. Now, going forward on this report... It's not going to be like this again. Now we know everything we need, so I can go back in it. Every song we play in our uh, library, our radio music library, I can go in there and have a special software where I can alter the ID3 tag to enter those two codes in it. And hopefully those will... We're going to work on the um, XML report to have those two codes automatically fill on that other report so whenever something is played it will fill that report out okay now that is going to we have i don't know hundreds of thousands of songs a lot 
like I, I can't even comprehend the amount of songs we have but we're gonna have to go in there we're gonna have to fix all those id3 tags so this report is auto filled out in the future and it'll be a lot easier to pull it up and put it on that special bmi report this formatted just how they like it but that's where we're going to go in the future so pausing it gives us a way to go ahead and fix that so we're not going away the radio is so important to me very important rock solid it's not going away i told the djs everything i just told you i give them the choice if they wanted to pause their shows or not everybody except electra she's still going to do her show and mrs midnight are going to do her show the other djs are pausing it while they're working on this report because it's hard to work on this report and and make progress on it and do a show also like me it takes me every day i do a show every time between shows it takes me that long to come up with the stuff that's going to go on that show so there can't be a show if i'm working on straight up reports that being said The DJ shows are still going to air, so when it's time for the shows, the ones that are going to be on, the radio stream is going to come back on, and then it'll go off when their show's over. You know, most of the listeners came there for the shows anyway, so where I didn't have a problem at the DJs pause their shows, it's really the show being paused, the radio stream being paused doesn't, wouldn't affect their shows. But they did choose to pause that, and I completely understand. So that being said, I'm also having a big problem with YouTube. Let me get, let me drink some coffee here. Two major issues with YouTube. The first one being this. All of the money that has been earned from the videos since I started YouTube are frozen and stuck in YouTube. You see, I let's see, how do I start with this? So the radio station is run by an LLC, a Sherwood Productions um, LLC. So the money from the YouTube is supposed to go to the LLC, and that's the problem. I've been trying to... You know, doing what YouTube tells you to do to update your tax information. And this is about the third time. And finally, the third time, they sent me an email back saying, okay, well, this is why we're not approving it now. You know, before we were getting the paperwork ready for the LLC and getting the LLC done legally. And the LLC is established and done now. And YouTube's saying, okay, well, this is legitimate LLC paperwork, but... The name Midnight Radio and Sherwood Productions is not the same. They finally told me I need something called a DBA. And and that's all they said. I'm like, okay, well, I need to relook at this because I'm trying to remember if the DBA is with the IRS or the DBA is in the paperwork for YouTube. So I got to figure that out. In the meantime, I'm kind of stalled because I'm doing this report so i'd have to put the report down for an afternoon to solve this issue because all the money from the llc is stuck inside youtube it's not going anywhere and if you don't have the llc what they do is they send 24 percent of the of the money to the government for taxes 
All right. Let me tell you why you don't want that to happen. 24% is quite a bit of money out chunk out of that money that the government doesn't deserve because you can write things off for the production in it. Like the whole LLC is there for the radio station. So the money for the licensing needs to be written off in taxes. In that way, the 24% doesn't go for the government. The 24% goes to the business uh, expenses. I mean, there's serious expense to this for the licensing alone. All right. And DJs use the, the radio feed to generate money for themselves. They worked for tips. All right. And they were doing pretty good. They were making money on tips to help them out for the time and the expense of what they were doing. Okay. So it's not right. And it's wrong to, uh, for that 24% to go to the government when it was used to create jobs, literally. And it's wrong and it's illegal because on their side, not mine, we're doing things legally. And this is how it's going. This is how it's supposed to go. And we're stuck right there in that issue. We're going to get through this, guys. So, uh, like I said, we have these other reports coming out. And it's going to be January, July for the next reporting for those, um, hopefully we get this money from YouTube because that money is our next round of licensing. We're already paid up for now, even though we're not <laughs> we're not pay- playing any music right now, but we're paid up on our licensing. So that's an issue going on YouTube. The second issue is this. Do you remember this song? That's all I'm going to play of it. I used to play it at the beginning. And I'd stopped because, you know, we had that video introduction to midnight radio with jerry adams and then we had that music and then i would talk i'm like well that's kind of longer than i want to have for an intro what i want to have is just you know i like that one's like a nice suave 10 second 12 second video introduction and then i talk that's really all we need do we need the big hoopla let's get down to the information so i stopped doing it and i just put it on the outro then i got hit I got copyright, a kind of like a copyright strike, but really it was something called revenue sharing in one of my old videos. I remember it specifically. It was called the Panty Pilferer. One of my faves. One of my favorite thumbnails there on YouTube. And a big pair of panties and a police officer. The theory that there's a police officer that was going around doing things in Moscow, Idaho. And there was this one uh, college student to where she just got home Somebody had messed with her panties in her car when she was in the house before she got to unpack her car. And I came up with a theory that maybe a police officer was involved in that. And there's more merit to that than ever, by the way. That police, particular police officer got fired. These are two separate instances. It was reported to me that he got fired. It was reported to me that there was an incident with one of their police officers' misconduct. And that was brought up in the case. So I thought, okay, this might actually be the panty pilfer. Regardless of that, the music got hit, and I looked at, well, what is hit? Who's asking me to share revenue? Because every stitch of music I play on my show is licensed because I'm a believer in licensing. I look, and it's the intro. And I'm like, how is it the intro? Because the intro is from one of my favorite 
composers. His name is John Prestone, and I got it from Storyblocks. And he does a lot of the other music I use, too. And it's got the same feel and the same music and the same energy and the same vibe to all of it. And I click on the link, and it was a woman's name. It started with an H. I don't remember it right now. And I checked it out, and it took me to her YouTube channel. And this is from 11 months ago. I'm like, holy crap. It's the same song. And it came out with an album. I looked on it, and the album's actually on Spotify. And that one song is exactly the same. I don't know who stole from who. I don't know who stole from who. So they're asking for revenue sharing on this video, and I've not gotten any money from anything I've done. And some of my videos have generated quite a bit of money. And I'm like, well, now that revenue sharing is getting turned on that video, and it's kind of like a serial killer stalking me like Jason Dunn or um, Michael Myers. And slowly all those videos are going back and they're putting a hit on it to revenue share on it. It's like, what are they going to do? Take all my money before they ever get it to me? So I'm in the process. I contacted Storyblocks and I was emailed by a manager asking me what the problem is, but I haven't been able to respond yet because I'm working on this report for BMI. And I have to explain this. I'm like, what is the deal with this John Prestone asset that you guys licensed me that I'm getting hit on? And this lady says she's the one that put it out. How is this possible? What's going on here? And what's going to... I'm already having trouble with YouTube. Their algorithm is horrible. It's just not a lot of fun. It's just a sore spot for me. It really is. It seems like their algorithm is so, I don't, I don't know what to call this specific. And I know they use AI for it now. So it's more, it's more, it's different than it ever has been. It's almost like the creators have to hack it. You know, they have to have clickbaity titles. They have to lie about information or it's not going to get out to anybody. They have to do that. So it's making it like uh, they want every live show to be like a tabloid of the worst kind. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. I just, I don't want to go down the gutter like that, but it's what their algorithm drives. And that's one thing that's irritating and then I'm getting uh, copyright, you know, sharing revenue for a, on a whole video for a 30-second clip I was playing that I had a license for. I'm like, where does this end? And the communication is so bad. So that's what's going on with YouTube and the money woes and the music hit. I'll keep you updated on that if you're interested. I still need to put that email out to that manager that contacted me from Storyblocks. But to just to think that you could do everything right and still get hit in so many ways is horrible. Another thing going on with me is I was laid off from my job. So I've been jobless here for a month, over a month now. Um, I think it's been exactly on paper two weeks. That's when I got my last paycheck. So I was still getting paychecks, a few paychecks. But that run out, it's not that I'm hard up for money, but I don't have a job. So... I was going, another thing I've been doing is going through the processes, the process of finding a new job. 
you know, and I was going to draw unemployment. I started to draw unemployment for about two weeks. And then I'm like, and I don't recommend any of you do this. And you might say, oh, you shouldn't have done this. But I had to cash out my retirement. I'm going to have to cash it out. Because I need to. And I know it's a great, it's a great hit. But let me tell you this. I got information and I solidly believe this. The stock market is going down, brother. I'm not telling you you should take out your retirement or take out all your investments. But I'm telling you I did. It's being lied about. I'm not trying to give you stock advice. But I'll also tell you this. So I started to make preparations to take my retirement out. And uh, I looked in there and it jumped up. And the amount of hit I was going to take on it was the amount it jumped up. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. Of course, you know, there's other things to that, too. Uh, if you pull out your retirement, then you're not going to have it for when you retire. And I would never, ever advise somebody to take out their retirement. Matter of fact, I'd advise them never to do that. But I did, and I feel solid about that, I'll tell you that. I need it. I'm also looking for a job, and it looks like where I live, the kind of job I'm going to have to take, is going to be a job away from my family, which means I'm going to be gone three to six months out of the year, maybe a year sometimes away from my family while I'm working. And that means I'm not going to be able to do a behind-the-desk show, does it? So that means that more than likely, uh, my YouTube video show is going to be over anyway. So there is that. So what will continue for me? Well, the radio. I desperately love being a DJ, and I love podcasting, which is me talking to you. The same thing I've been doing, but doing it. The company I I like working with better, uh, Spotify, and doing podcasting with them, and... uh, Spotify has always been good to me and it's simpler, you know, and there's more freedom over here. So I'm telling you, that's not going to end at all in any way. And neither is the radio. I mean, it's not over till it's over. We're fighting to the end for that report. The report's not the problem, but because of the money being stuck in YouTube, it's not like I can say, well, this radio server company is not doing their job. And it's not giving us the value we need, so let's go ahead and move to this other company. I can't do that right now because I don't have the extra money to do that. Because the LLC money's not let up yet. So that is what the problem is. There's other companies, but I'm stuck. And also when I do that, there's going to be a big issue because my radio app and my Amazon skill, which a lot of people used, are not are through that company. Are through Radio King. So if I leave, I'm going to lose that. So these are things that are going to be need, that are going to need to be worked out on the back end. And we're going to work them out. I'm, I'm going to update you here. I have a, man, I'll tell you what, there's a whole lot of things being about being laid off too. I've, I've really been depressed about this. It's really affected me mentally and changed me. 
really i've gone back for one thing i've gone back to drinking coffee which is a horrible thing for me um and i've noticed and i'm not just sure i'm not sure if it's just for the coffee or if it's from depression but the coffee itself gives me a lack of focus and an inability to concentrate it's horrible and i've powered through it and i'm better for it but if you guys remember when when um all this started you know i was very focused came out with the show every day everything was on schedule i'd do the show before i went to work i would come back i would do longer shows on my days off everything everything was popping and then it went to being what it is now i've lost i lost my focus as depression started to creep in and uh coffee is something that does that i haven't been exercising like i used to and that is another major issue and you think i'd have more time if i didn't have a job but i'm telling you these are some major issues that i'm going through right now i'm power through it i'm not here to bellyache i'm just sharing my life with you guys it's a conversation all right and especially you know i feel closer to you guys on spotify than i ever did on youtube and i mean that i got some interviews coming up all right i got some very good interviews i don't know if you guys are into sasquatch or not or bigfoot but i've got some of the premier educated doctors researchers for bigfoot coming up i'm interviewing them i will let you know about it. it's coming up soon next time i talk to you I'll, I'll give you a list and the dates and everything because i mean these are confirmed interviews by the way confirmed about bigfoot and uh, these guys are believers and they'll make you believers so we're going to go into this bigfoot it's very interesting i'm going to continue to do these interviews for me that's the best part of having a platform is being able to have these conversations with people dig into these esoteric subjects that are very interesting now as i was i'm doing this report and our radio stream is paused i've had oh first of all not having midnight radio to listen to while you work is very hard you almost get like sweats it's like it's addictive or something and this is just the radio mix because it hadn't all the other stuff that gives it personality wasn't there it's just a straight music as soon as i pause i'm like well i what do i do with myself i don't have anything to listen to so i thought i'd check out my old friend my old frenemy npr and i'm telling you oh stinko it is horrible you know they recently were labeled as a government agent on twitter you know and this that's because they are let me go into this npr is state funded it's funded from congress every year they get funded now they're also privately funded also all right they're funded uh by big companies that want your money bill and melinda gates i don't know i know they divorced 
because he was diddling some kids on an Epstein Island and she found out about it. True story. I'm not making that up, Bill Gates. Your your Microsoft updates suck also. When I say no, I mean no. Melinda says no. She damn sure means no too. I feel like I've been diddled by Microsoft. Oh, anyway. Where am I going here? Talking about diddling and Bill and Melinda Gates. Talking about NPR. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. All these companies that advertise on NPR, listen to them. They're the ones trying to get you away from your money. Nobody, NPR, I mean, I like NPR. I drive and I listen to the news. I listen to Morning Edition. Listen to it now. Have you heard it lately? It is so political. Guys, I'm apolitical. I'll just let you know, which is kind of a deficit for me because one of the major things driving companies in this country is giving money to an organization, and they can write it off in their taxes. Like Capital One, they get to write off the advertising in their taxes that they give to NPR because NPR is a nonprofit. So it's like I can give it to the government or I can use the money to advertise and promote myself so they're not throwing away the money that they give to NPR. You see? They get something out of it. They get advertisement and they get their message promoted. That is what's going on with NPR and it's state-run, yes. And nobody would know that better than Elon Musk because if we went there into Twitter, they had something he'd released called the Twitter Files where the government were, was running Twitter. And he was saying, hey, look at this. This was state run. And this was his company. He outed it. He said, okay, let's get this out and get you guys out of it for whatever reason. I don't know why that's his agenda to do that, but he definitely did. And he called on NPR, and NPR was crying about it. But as I'm listening to NPR, I'm like, this is totally state run. This is all from the Democratic Party giving money to this so their messages can get out. 100%, it was, um, what do you call it, democratic programming. You know, and I don't have a problem with the Democratic Party. You know, there's, I mean, the people, not the system of the Democratic Party, believe in what they're talking about. They believe it. But they don't realize what all's going on with it. And it's not just them, but the Republicans too. Again, I said I'm a political you know there's a political people for example the lobbyists that work most of them i guarantee are apolitical also because they know how it really works on the back end all right i'm not going to talk politics with you guys but i believe instead of a company paying and getting it written off on their taxes to get their message out there because that's their value. I believe the value of you guys listening is saying, hey, I like to listen to music. I like to listen to good music. I like to listen to DJs, actually, that aren't robots, that are talking about the songs, interacting with the audience. I like reality. I don't like synthetic. And that is my value. So if you guys do value that, and I value it even more, after watch listening to NPR as I'm working, and it's absolute dog crap. If you value that, every bit of the money that comes in goes to keep the radio station uh, licensing. It's 
You can use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Midnight Radio 101. That is what we do. That is the value. And as I'm listening to NPR, I'm like, oh, my God, people need our radio station. There's a big need for it. Holy moly. I know I need it. Um, also, other than NPR, which I really, guys, have tried to listen to, give me news without your... Okay, I love the fact that I'm, they have the news, and their audio production quality is okay, although they use special techniques to demasculine voices. Did you know that? But I don't need your political slant one-sided on every story. What is up with that? Just, just give me the story, guys, please. Um, so... I tried to. I looked up the number one online radio station in America, and it, apparently, right now, they're saying that is one hundred six out of New York City, one hundred six light mix out of New York City. I'm like, okay, so let me listen to this and check this out. And I'll tell you what, I'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can check it out too. So I was listening to it, and I'm like, okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Not bad. I'm digging it. They have a bunch of DJs. I'm like, okay, good. They got that right. But the music was bland. Again, it's light mix. I did notice the music. I'm like, well, that play it plays on our station. Boom, that one plays on our station. That one plays on our station. And then I had it had a Madonna ballad on there where she was singing. I think it's called If I Had to Tell or something. I'm like, yeah, now we're getting into the two light. And then the next three songs were two light. And I'm like, oh, no. I see what the difference is. And then it goes to the DJ. And they had small, like, 30-second spots to talk. Our, our DJs talk for a couple minutes in between songs or up to a minute, not a whole lot longer, but like a minute, two minutes in between songs. I'm like, well, there's a difference, too. Because they're playing all these commercials and their DJs get like 30 seconds to talk. And they didn't, another difference with ours is we have the DJ coming on there telling you what song you listen to and they make sure they tell you every song. And I'm like, yeah, there's a big difference. People really need our station. I'm like, well, how is this the number one online radio station? How, how did that happen? I mean, and that's, you know, massive, right? Good for them. And I thought, well, well, um, they're in New York, so they had massive advertising. Whoever launched this did their job, did their homework for sure. And uh, they're playing a light mix all day. And, uh, you know, it's safe for work, I'm sure. So people are just turning on a light mix everywhere and listening to it as they go about their slavery days at work all day, which to me it is slavery. And I, I never... I heard the term thrown around before, and and without racial overtones, that's not what I mean. I mean, we live in a system where it's voluntary slavery. I heard that, and I never experienced it uh, eye-opening to it than now. When my job laid off after 133 years of operation, I'm like, okay. So then what do you do? It's like, well, you sign up for unemployment, right? 
that's what you do. They send you in this little class like, this is how you do it. This is what you do. I'm like, okay. First of all, you have another entity demanding you do this and you do it this way in the unemployment system. You know, and this unemployment money is not government money. It is money that you've paid from your paycheck just for unemployment, not taxes, your whole working adult life. So according to them, I'm capped at like $14,000 this year. But in reality, I've paid probably about sixty to 80000 if not more, in my whole life. So who the hell are they to cap me? Although that's fine. And they want you to do this every day. They want you to look for three different jobs at least a week. They want you to do all these things online. And their website is complete. It's a complete blooper soap, man. Complete, completely. One of the things you're supposed to do, for example, is update your resume. Okay, not a bad thing, updating the resume. And then we want you to upload it to our system. Okay, uploading it to your system. And then we have this computer program that takes all of it and puts it in automatically. And then it completely messes it up. And there's like, well, that's okay. You can redo your resume in our system. You're like, so I got to do a brand new resume twice. And we want you to do this and we want you to do that. And then, you know, we'll send you this amount. And and the whole thing they're gearing you to do, which isn't bad, guys. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you about the system I found. It's like my eyes woke up to this part of the matrix. I'm like... They're making this to where you get a job fast, which isn't bad, but it injects you back into the system of being a slave, the system of slavery. You know, you get up in the morning to go to a job, turn the money for your house, for food, for a vehicle, so you can go home and eat go to sleep, drive that vehicle back to work. It's a never-ending cycle of slavery, of slavery in the fact that you're under the power of some other entity doing what they say so you can survive without a nary a time to have a wayward thought of your own as a free-thinking individual, okay? They own your NPR. They own your national news, injecting what they want you to think. They will let, if you... Suck off that titty. They will let you do it. It's voluntary, right? You think, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. All this became crystal clear to me. I'm like, man, guys, we need some freedom. All right. That, that, if anything else, that's what our radio station stands for. It stands for thought freedom, your freedom. All right. Now you can follow the crowd, listen to NPR. Or just say, well, this is horrible. I'm going to Spotify. Or you can join, you know, the people that like to think. But, yeah, man, this unemployment system. And I've got prospects for jobs, guys, like I said. Um, they're going to probably be traveling jobs. And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. I'm going to fight through this depression. I'm going to fight YouTube, all right, for the money. I'm going to fight Radio King so I can get our station out there. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to fight. All right, I'm going to continue to fight. 
but listen to 106 and listen to NPR and seeing this system that we have here in the United States and probably the world of voluntary slavery, I'm telling you guys, first pe- person I thought about is you. I'm like, I got I to gotta share this with you guys. This is what's going on right now. We have a lot going on in the background. Everything's going to be okay. I'm very optimistic. This is something I did want to document as we go forward. I'll continue to tell you guys about this. All right, so that's going to end me right now. I'm never hitting that damn button for this this song. I'm not doing it anymore. I do need some kind of exit song, so I'll think about that. I'll consider that. So thank you guys very much. I don't even have the phone number with me right now to tell you what it is. You guys, hell, don't call the son of a bitch anyway, so it don't matter. But there's, if you want to leave me a, a message uh, from the podcast, there's a uh, message link there at the bottom in the show notes so you can hit that and uh all right i'll see you next time until then all my best